The reading today is taken from Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rode, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. So I do hope that you're starting to get the idea of what we're talking about this morning. This idea of when, if, when it comes to following instructions, we definitely have two choices. We can choose to hear the instructions and follow them, or we can choose to hear the instructions, but just go ahead and do our own thing anyway. So in the Bible passage that we read, Jesus uses this story of the two builders to show us the importance of hearing his words, of hearing his instructions and putting them into practice. But we haven't really talked about why. Why does following Jesus' instructions matter? And, and what does that look like in our daily life? What does following Jesus' instructions look like for you and for me? Okay, so we're going to start with why. And for that, we need to look in the passage. And you can see that in both of those sections, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Both builders faced the same rain, the same floods, the same wind. The storms of life will come, perhaps and probably even when we least expect it. And then we suddenly get sideswiped by our circumstances beyond our control. The sudden loss of a loved one, the unexpected bill that pushes the finance, redundancy, illness, any number of things that cause our worlds to shake and they threaten to overwhelm us. But let's be clear about from this passage. Jesus doesn't say that either of these men will have an easy life. He doesn't say that there's an easy path for those who believe. Following Jesus' instructions does not make us immune to the storms that life brings. However, the difference between the two builders soon becomes apparent. One builder is described as foolish. He chooses not to put into practice the things that he has heard. He chose to build in his own strength, to build in his own capability, and he chose to put his trust in his own understanding. And unsurprisingly, the storm destroys his house. And I wonder if you can relate to that in some way. Under the pressure of what life throws at you, does that sense of certainty that you've built around yourself seem to be crumbling away? Does fear, worry, anxiety, sense of hopelessness threaten to overwhelm you like a flood? But in contrast, we have the builder who's described as wise. He chooses to put into practice the things he has heard. And I'm going to mention that a bit more. We already have mentioned it quite a lot this morning, but I'll mention that a bit more later. But he has built on the strength and on the security that the rock provides. And so the storms 
are unable to shake that house. So I ask the question, why is it important to follow Jesus' instructions? Why is it important to really hear what he says and then to put them into practice? And I believe this passage goes some way towards answering that. Building our life on Jesus, on his promises, and in his strength means that even in the darkest storms, we will be able to stand with a hope and a peace that no one but Jesus can bring. In our weakness, he is our strength. So now we know why it might be important to put these things into action. We need to look at how. What are the words that Jesus wants us to hear? And how do we go about putting them into practice? Firstly, we need to think carefully about the foundations of our lives. What are we building on? Are you building on your money? A sense of financial security? Are you building on your possessions, making sure you've got the right stuff? Are you building on your popularity, making sure people see you? You've got the right number of likes on whatever social media you follow? Are you building on your emotions? Well, if it feels right, then then I'll do it. That's fine. The Bible challenges us on those things. If those are what we're building our lives on, then our focus is distracted from truly seeking what God wants for us. Maybe you've heard God talking to you. Maybe he's called you to forgive someone, but that's just really hard, isn't it? Perhaps you've heard God challenging you about how you spend your money or how you use your time, but you just don't quite want to let go of that. You've heard people talk about not, Jesus saying, not judging other people, about not worrying about the things that life brings. And you know you should be living distinctively. You know that you should be praying. But those things are just not easy, are they? Every one of us has an area of our lives where we're not applying the truth of the things that we've heard. We know what God wants us to do. We just don't do it. If we truly want to follow the instructions, then we need to try and eliminate those areas from our lives. Those areas are weakening our foundations. You can't become all that Jesus wants you to be if you're building on that faulty foundation. So, we have, during the various bits that Carol said and Amanda said, We have talked about that Sermon on the Mount, where this comes at the end of that Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus talks to his disciples about the things that you need to do in order to be able to put his words into practice. A sort of list of instructions. And in the morning and evening services, we are going through some of those instructions in a bit more detail. I haven't got time to talk about them all today, but come along to the morning and evening services and find a bit more about them. But I just wanted to say this one thing about putting Jesus' words into practice. What do we actually need to do? And Jesus gives us the answer. We need to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. And the second most important commandment is like it. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. 
If we wanted to sum up all the words that Jesus said in his instructions, that would be a pretty good way of summing it up. We're called to do everything we can to grow in the knowledge and love of God. And we can do that by studying his word, the Bible, through praying, through talking with other Christians. But following on from that, we're instructed to demonstrate our faith in a practical way. We're called to love our neighbor and our enemy. We're called to speak out for those who have no voice, to show compassion for the needy. Those are the things that will help us to build our life and put into practice the instructions. So, do you remember the bits of paper? Yeah? Don't do it now. I need you to listen. But afterwards, or when you go home, the bits of paper that you got when you tore out the cross weren't just bits that we could throw away. Because, and I made this one earlier today, if you take those bits of paper, you can spell out that word life. And Jesus, I can hear some of you doing it. (laughs) Jesus, through his death and his resurrection, offers us life. Life in all its fullness. When we choose to follow him, We can know a life of hope in this world and the hope of life everlasting. I don't know about you, but I've really enjoyed all the things that we've done this morning. I do hope you have too. But now as we move towards our final songs and prayers at the end here, we have an opportunity to just reflect and think about all the things that we've heard in all the different ways that we've heard it this morning. How has God been speaking to you this morning? What's he been challenging you about? What are you building your life and your hope on? Do you want to know this Jesus who offers you peace and a hope in all the situations and circumstances that life brings? So this song, Cornerstone, can be your prayer this morning. Commit yourself again to following his instructions. And let's declare that Jesus will be our Lord through the storms.